Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. They say that all good things must come to an end. And for the Peacocks from Little St. Peter's University, it came to an end last night, courtesy of the North Carolina Tar Heels. But, oh, what a run it was for those Peacocks. Not, I repeat, not just for their university, but for something much bigger than that, their Jersey City community. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. And listen, I don't believe in moral victories, okay? I I don't. And you know why I don't believe in moral victories? Because the team that loses the game, but people say it's a moral victory, trust me, if you're an athlete, if you're a competitor, if you're in business, you say to yourself, screw this, moral moral victories my ass, I want to win. I want to win, baby, win. And let me tell you, nobody, nobody wanted to win more than St. Peter's Peacocks, coached by Shaheen Holloway. Nobody wanted to win more than that. The Tar Heels from North Carolina didn't beat them because they wanted it more. You, you, you hear that term used a lot also. No, they didn't want it more. They just beat them good. That's what happened. But in terms of moral victory, screw that. Those are tough, street-smart, hard-scrabble kids, as I told you last week from St. Peter's. They wanted to win. And I'll tell you what, they expected to win. You, You might hear... All the quotes, and everybody's going to, you know, they'll be playing the violins and the harps, and the the kids themselves might say, yeah, you know what, we gave it a good run, and we tried our best, just wasn't good enough. And I'm sure Shaheen Holloway, because he loves his players, it just, it came to an end last night. And and quite frankly, it came to an end, because i got to tell you something, After they knocked off Purdue for their third victory, after they knocked off uh, uh, number three seed Purdue, I called my buddy up, you know, who is from Jersey City, uh, uh, one of my good, good friends who actually uh, worked with me for years at Channel 9. He was the head of security. He's a Jersey City guy. His brothers are, one's a cop. Uh, one's a, a postman from Jersey City. His wife's a principal in Jersey City. So, you know, there's a Jersey City connection for me anyway. But I called him up and I said, you know, now I'm now I'm starting to think, now it's not a question of can we win this game. Now I said to him, can we win this whole thing? And, and you start thinking and you start believing because you have to believe. But if they were going to lose, I didn't think they were going to lose close. I 
And it wasn't a question of them running out of gas. I just thought they would get beat by a bigger, imposing, uh, more talent-laden team. And, and, and that's what happened. But let me say this. Be- before I get into some other things, you know, I read something the other day, and and it was just, uh, it jumped off the page at me. It was somebody saying, and I forgive me, I forget who it was, but somebody wrote, the kids from St. Peter's, and again, it's an undergraduate of less than 2,700. An undergraduate student body, under 2,700. Graduate, graduate students, 800. But this was the line. It was the kids who go to St. Peter's don't go for the college experience, as a lot of kids do. Trust me, all the schools that are still left in the Final Four from Villanova, Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, trust me, I'm just giving you an example. A lot of those kids, all all the big schools, you name them, they go to school for the experience, the whole social aspect the socializing, going to the big football games and the rah, rah, rah and all the basketball games and blah, blah, you know, big arenas. The kids, the quote was, the kids from St. Peter's don't go for the college experience. They go for the purpose of getting jobs and bettering their lives. That's the sole purpose of of them attending St. Peter's University. That's why this for morale was so important for the school and for the community. Jersey Jersey City kids, I don't want to say they come from the wrong side of the tracks. That that's not fair. But they come from the mean streets. And I, I use the term hard scrabble. They come from as working class as working class can be. That's what the community is built on, based on. That's who they are. And don't get me wrong. I I don't want you to to think I'm saying, well, well, the kids from all these other schools, they just go to have a good time. No, that's not it at all. But I'm just saying they're going, besides their education, they're going for a great, College experience. My own two daughters went and they did very well at school. Both my own daughters went to Northeastern University in Boston. But they also went, they went (laughs) for the experience as well. That's what it's all about. But, But that's why this was so important. Because, you know... They lifted their entire community up. I can assure you, people watching that game from Jersey City, there are a lot of tears shed. But to me, they should be tears of joy and tears of pride. Yeah, you feel sorry 
for the kids that they lost. That happens. But these victories meant so much more than just the kids winning for themselves, for their coach, and for their school. It was lifting up the community. And you know what, folks? God knows we've all been kicked in the ass, punched in the stomach, sucker punched in the mouth the last couple of years between uh, the pandemic and and the political bullshit climate in our country and, and watching the horror that's going on over in Ukraine. We've arguments over vaccinated. Should people be vaccinated? Should they not be vaccinated? Uh, uh, mask. Just one, one argument, one bummer after another. And as I said, the Peacocks from St. Peter's University lifted up not just their community, they lifted up, they lifted up their, the entire metropolitan area. But I'm singling out Jersey City because they could use to be lifted up, and boy, were they lifted up, lifted high. Now, as, as far as you know, people can figure out why did they lose. Look, the score, the score at half, the final score was 69-49. All right. It was over in the first half because in the first half it was 38-19. So from then, it you never say never, but there was no way that they were going to come back, uh, St. Peter's. Not against a team like that because the one fear that we had, when I say we, me, my buddy, when you go up against a team that is bigger, that is stronger, that has more depth and more talent laden. You can't. You got to keep it close. And, you know, that's what they did in their three previous games. They did it against um, Kentucky. They did it against Murray State. And they did it against um, Purdue. And listen, last last night when they got off to a 9-0 start, um, North Carolina, I'm like, whoa, here, here we go. It's going to be blown out right here. And then it was 9-5. And then it was 12-7. And then, then, then before you knew it, what was it? It was 21-7. It, it just, you know... It got out of hand, and you weren't going to come back against a team like that. And, and as I said, if you remember, or maybe you don't remember, you know, against Purdue, I, I said you, against the bigger team, you got to make your shots. If you're not making your shots on the first time, you're not going to get a lot of second looks, and that was the problem. Cause in that first half alone, in that first half alone, uh, they shot seven for 31. I, I don't want to get stuck on statistics, but I want to give you a, a, a difference. They were seven for 31, St. Peter's. They were one for 11 from three-point range. They had 19 rebounds. North Carolina, on the other hand, was 15 for 36, four for 12, and they had 26 rebounds. 
you they were just being they weren't getting a second chance and their shots they missed shots and you can't miss shots against a team bigger stronger more depth more talent so that was the downfall you don't need to be a rocket scientist to figure it out could it have been a different story had they made their shots yeah but coulda, woulda, shoulda, don't, don't tell Shaheen Holloway that. Coulda, woulda, shoulda doesn't get it done. He knew that as a player when he played for Seton Hall. He knew that, he knows that as a coach. And he'll know that as he continues his coaching here, which I'm sure is going to be at his alma mater, Seton Hall. I'm sure that's his next step. He's going to get a huge pay raise, and, and rightfully so. And and Seton Hall's got to be the happiest people in the world when they get him. It's Nothing's official yet, but I'm sure it's going to happen because, believe me, what he just did, I, I mean, a lot of times the problem with local kids, local products from New York and New Jersey, they want to go play elsewhere, you know, big classy schools and big campuses and what. They see what Shaheen Holloway did and see, seeing how he relates to his players, they're going to want to play for Shaheen Holloway. And they're going to want to play for him at Seton Hall. Big East, all that. So, but, you know, again, that that's... I, I don't want to digress here from the, of the St. Peter's story. But you can't go ahead... I don't even want to say, I'm I'm not going to say that St. Peter's overachieved against Kentucky. I'm not going to say they overachieved in, in their three wins in the tournament. They just played to their max. And they didn't play to their max against North Carolina. So the kids move on, and it was fun while it lasted. But as I said, all good things must come to an end. Uh, yeah, but if I, if I got to read tomorrow morning um, or, or more today uh, about moral victories, bah humbug. I, I don't buy that at all. I really don't. Kids gave full maximum effort, busted their asses, did everything that they were asked to do. They just, uh, the clock ran out. The clock ran out. You know, and, and let me tell you, you know who also benefited from this? College basketball. College basketball. Yeah, because you know what? It showed the world of college basketball. And listen, you and I both know there's so much unscrupulous unscrup- shit that goes on in college basketball. You know, with these coaches and recruiting violations and this, that, and the other thing. I mean, from big-time people. Big time people. I mean, you, you, the biggest coaching names in the sport have been accused. The biggest coaching names: Rick Pitino, uh, who's now with uh, Iona. Uh, he was accused of, at um, Louisville. You got Jim Beheim from Syracuse. Roy Williams, who's the f- former coach of North Carolina. I mean, kids were going to classes there th- that. They were getting credit for classes that they didn't go to, you know. But I'm just, I'm just saying, 
This was a story of just kids, not flashy kids, not highly sought after kids. This was a story about kids showing everybody, yeah, you can do this. You can dream too, and you can dream big. You know, that, that, that business, I, I, you know, you can be anything you want to be. You just got to have the get up and go to do it. Well, that's to a point, okay? I, I mean, there's also reality, you know, sets in too. But you can't succeed if you don't have desire, especially if you're an athlete and especially if you want to compete. And especially if you're going up against teams that are better than you, more loaded with talent, more depth. So I I just think, uh, I, I have to tell you, you know, I still do, of course I do this podcast and I, you know, do some radio work and, you know, I still do, you know, the Giants pregame show during the football season. But this, the past two weeks, I can say this, I stopped doing the nightly sports for Channel 5, I guess it was 2015. So we're talking like seven years. I can honestly say the past two weeks was the very first time that I missed being on because I would have loved to cover this every night and talk about the Peacocks from St. Peter's. In fact, I got to tell you something. I don't know if I could have enjoyed it as much doing it every night because this past, these past two weeks... And last night, I could have just be a fan. It, it, it was just, I have to tell you again, folks, for, for, for the people of St. Peter's, you know, somebody, I, I was a guest on somebody's radio show last week, and I was raving about it. And so, you know, the host said to me, well, wait a minute, Russ, I mean, you're from Brooklyn. You're from Sheepshead Bay. Would you, would you move to... Jersey City all of a sudden and it was like in my mind I, I didn't want to be rude it was like huh knucklehead don't you get it they're the same kind of people housing project people tough street minded people that's what they are that's where I come from I can't tell you how many people, guys that I knew growing up from the neighborhood were rooting for this team who've never been to Jersey City. Because you know what it is. So to me, like I say, all good things must come to an end. But um, the Peacocks did the university proud did their community proud. And let me tell you what they also did for their university. Somebody said, I I read this, they spoke to some financial expert and sports and marketing and this and that. They said the first three wins, the wins over Kentucky, Murray State, and um, Purdue, probably are going to be worth something around $70 million or more to St. Peter's because of what it's going to do to the face 
to the university, to the climate, to enrollment, to everything. You know, these other schools, it's all big business. You know, compared to compared to those schools, the, 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 compared to the final four schools, Villanova, Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, you might as well call St. Peter's little sisters of the poor. But they get a big boost from their peacocks. And nobody enjoyed this run more than me. Well, except maybe for the the kids and the parents and the Jersey City community. But, hey, power to the Peacocks. They, they gave all of Jersey City and their fans a reason to do some serious strutting. And you know what? They should keep on it because, as I said, oh, what a run it was. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to be getting a load of you. Please let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can also check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Now I want to thank, of course, my peeps here at uh, my home, Believe.com, because as I've told you many times, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, I want to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. So until next week, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have a great week, everybody. And really, one more big thank you. I thank you, the Peacocks from St. Peter's University in Jersey City. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.